welcome to this week's sermon from C3 Church Narara. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Chris Brown. For more information or to contact us, visit c3church.narara.net. series that we're going to finish today uh, and it's called Christianity 101. We've been looking at some of the basic building blocks of the Christian faith. Uh, I mean you could go for a long time looking at every different doctrinal aspect or behavioural aspect. We just looked at some of the real basic ones. Uh, You know we started talking about salvation, what that means. Uh, We talked about the Bible. Uh, Byron preached a great message on prayer. I don't know if these messages are recorded, but all the ones in the auditorium are, and uh, you can always download them on the podcast, and you should get that one, uh, and uh, all the others, you can listen to them, you know, throughout the week, uh, and then we talked about uh, witnessing uh, and the church, and uh, and then last week we split up and we talked about devotion to God, which is a subject we'll probably revisit, I think Ruth has a great message on her heart, just talking about surrender, that whole aspect of what it looks like to be a man of God or a woman of God. Um, but today I want to finish on the subject of faith, because obviously we need faith in Christ to be born again, to you know kick off the whole journey of the Christian life, but it is a journey. And, of course, uh, we don't just need faith to start and to just have a one-off encounter with God, but to really walk with God. And that's why the Bible says in uh, 2 Corinthians um, 5, verse 7, we walk by faith, not by sight. And so, uh, it's, in other words, and the, the mention of that, that verse obviously implies that if you're not careful, you'll just walk by sight. You'll just rely on your physical senses. You might throw a prayer out to God and... And hope that he just sort of stays in your life somehow. But your walk, your journey, your lifestyle might not be by faith as much as it should be. And so we want to lean into that. We want to look at that. Um, And of course, I'm always stirred when I think about faith uh, and challenged by that scripture, uh, Hebrews 11 verse 6. And it says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. I always think, well, that's kind of challenging because I know I want to please God. So I better figure out what faith is and, and apply it. And then, of course, it's encouraging because it says, whoever draws near to God must believe that he is. And he's also a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And so God is a good father. And, uh, you know, as fathers, you want your kids to trust you. How many times have you said that, you know, to your kids? Just trust me, you know, like, I'll bring you home a present from a trip or, or it, uh, it might be a, you know, a, a challenge or a commandment. Do as you're told. You know? <laughs> Why? Because I said so. You know, trust my words. Don't worry. You, you know, and, and it's all for their good. You're, you're telling them what to do. You're helping them. You're promising them things. And so we have this loving, wonderful Father who invites us to trust him. And uh, it's a choice. And uh, I want to look at uh, a well-known story. We see someone who really did trust in Jesus and he was miraculously rewarded for his faith. And if you have a Bible, you can turn to Mark chapter 10 and I'll read from verse 46. And they're following um, Mark is recording Jesus' uh, journeys with his disciples. And it says uh, they reached Jericho. Now Jericho, as you may know, is a city 
20 or so k's outside Jerusalem. Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem. And it says, as Jesus' his disciples left town, a large crowd followed him. A blind beggar named Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, was sitting beside the road. When Bartimaeus heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout, Son of David, Jesus, have mercy on me. Be quiet, many of the people yelled at him. But he only shouted louder, Son of David, have mercy on me. When Jesus heard him, he stopped and said, Tell him to come here. So they called the blind man. Cheer up, they said. Come on, he's calling you. Bartimaeus threw aside his coat, jumped up and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. My rabbi, or rabbi, my teacher, in other words, my master, that was what the uh, Aramaic word meant. Uh, my, the, the blind man said, I want to see. And Jesus said to him, go, your faith has healed you. Instantly the man could see and he followed Jesus down the road. Now you may have heard that story before. Who has heard that story before? I think most of us. Come on. Uh, but can we just revisit it? Can you just bear with me and just try it? Because I find if you're not careful, you just read through, you know, the Bible. But God calls us to consider and there's always something we can glean and learn and grow in. Grow, glean from or, you know, grow, grow in. Because uh, it's a pretty cool story, isn't it? It's a, it's a great miracle and it's a great example of faith. And if we just just come down into that story a little, if we just revisit and think of Bartimaeus' situation to start with, you know, he's taken up his usual position. He's on the road out of Jericho towards Jerusalem. So it's a busy road, which is the smart place to be if you're a blind beggar because there's a lot of traffic, foot traffic. Everyone's walking uh, and that's where you're likely to get people who might give you some money. But, but this is his lot. He's begging because he's blind. He's got no way of working. We don't know how long he's been blind, very likely for his whole life. And this is all he can do. He just sits on the side of the road. He might, you know, hope that occasionally people just drop a coin his way. Uh, but he's down there in the dust day after day. And because of that foot traffic it's good that there's plenty of people going past but there's going to be dust and dirt and mud and rain and and occasionally yeah sure someone might give him a coin or two but just as much some people might kick him out of the way or even abuse him because you know in that time the uh, the religious teachers taught that if you were uh, disabled or poor or suffered from some infirmity it was because you had sinned and that was God's judgment on you and so, on one hand, they probably felt, well, if I give alms to the poor, that's a good thing, you know. But on the other hand, there'd be plenty of people that would never do that and would be quite critical of someone like this, thinking, well, you've got what you deserve, mate. And so it's a pretty tough call. Um, and, of course, he may have been to the doctors or to people who could help him, but, of course, no, no one could do anything about his situation. But there was one person who could help him and he was just about to walk past and this is what's exciting because here's is where this is where Bart's faith rises up and and his life is changed because he may have let's face it he may have hoped that one day somehow something could have shifted you know but he had no real concrete reason for expecting things to change 
Um, but now that hope is about to morph into faith. You know, and that's often the way it is. You might hope about something, and that is cool, but then faith takes that to a whole new level. Because faith says, oh, that, you know, maybe one day something might improve, might change, might... Yeah, yeah. But faith says, no, today's the day. We're not just looking into the future, we're bringing the future in today. It's right now. This is what's going to happen right now. And so this is, this is what's exciting. His faith is, is going to bring about the change that, that hope could only wonder about. And, uh, and so he hears about Jesus. We know he's heard about Jesus before because... You know, Mark calls Jesus Jesus of Nazareth. Everyone knew Jesus had come from Nazareth. But not everyone called him son of David. Bartimaeus did because he's expressing in that statement that he believes Jesus is the Messiah. So his faith's already there. He's not like, oh, Jesus, I heard a bit about you. Where is he? Is he can you, hey. No, no, he's heard Jesus and he cries out, son of David. That's the proclamation of his faith. This is the Son of God. This is the Messiah that we've been expecting. And, he, and I can hear the kerfuffle. He's coming my way. I'm not going to miss my opportunity. And so he's really quite determined. Um, and so he expresses his faith. And sure enough, what happens? There's immediate opposition. They say, oh, shut up. Come on. They try and calm him down, shut him down, keep him quiet. Don't bother the teacher. Because many of those people are probably bought into the belief that, yeah, well, you're where you are because you deserve it. So don't expect anything to change. Don't leave him alone. You suffer. That's your lot in life. Uh, And so this is always the way. When you have something that rises up to have faith for, there'll be opposition. You read the Bible. You think, really? Wow. And this, you know, this voice inside you says, this promise is for me? Really? Wow. You know, and, and the voice of faith says, yeah, this is your time. Reach out to God. Believe for this. This is great. This is for you. And immediately there'll be some opposition. There'll be, you know, the voices in the world around us that say, no, 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 don't get carried away. Or, or that's uh, just a, a, a sort of a poetic phrase that you read. Or even Christian people, well-meaning Christian people who you think you might share with and will stand alongside you might say, no, 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 you're, you're taking it too literally. Let me help you de- determine what the Bible really says. You know, don't get, don't get too excited about that. It's just uh, phraseology, just a sort of a, uh, an expression used there. And you were, you were going to latch a hold of something that you thought was God's promise. And the voices are trying to shut you down, saying, no, 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 that's not, that's not really the way it is. Even your own voices <laughs> inside you might s- sort of fight against the voice of faith. Say, no, 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 this is, this is not really for you. And, and so Bartimaeus had a choice, didn't he? He's got Jesus there, cries out, people shut him down, and he's got to choose. Oh, okay, maybe I'll just back down and let the world crush my dreams. But he doesn't. His faith is strong, and his faith rises again. I love it. Because faith's got attitude. Faith doesn't say, oh, oh can I, is it all right if I... You know, is, it, is, anyone, is anyone going to be upset if I believe God for this? I'm thinking of really... Faith says, no, this is God's will. Out of my way. They say, shut up. He goes, you shut up. He's basically saying that. He shouts all the more. He shouts, hey, be quiet. No, Jesus, son of David. You know, he yells out. It says, even louder. I love that. He's like, you can take your shouting me down and stick it. I'm 
you know, he's got attitude to, and, and faith, I believe, is, 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 is that voice in us that is strong and, and it's, it's aiming for something bigger and bolder than just the status quo, just the way things have always been. And, um, you know, he, he's got that, that, that voice because he knows, hey, I'm in the, this is the miracle worker I've heard about. He's, come, he's coming past. This may be my only opportunity. I'm not going to let it go. And then, of course, notice Jesus asks him. He says, all right, I'll bring him here. And then he says, what do you want me to do for you? Which is very cool because, you know, it, Jesus knows it's good for Bartimaeus to, to identify and articulate what it is that he really wants from God. You know, it, it gets his faith specific and strong. And it's not just a general religious kind of faith that anyone can have that says, oh, you know, I believe in God, but I wouldn't ask him for anything. That would be too presumptuous. I just plod along in life and I'm a sinner saved by grace. And I, uh, well, that's sort of a very fatalistic, sad, weak kind of faith. That's not the faith that God calls us to. And so Bartimaeus has got a stronger faith and Jesus sees that and, in, and he's inviting and requesting him to, to speak it out, to, to get specific and say, what do you want? And, um, and of course, Jesus asks us the same thing, you know, because he, he said, ask and you will receive, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open. So he invites us to ask, to seek, to knock in prayer. And of course, Bartimaeus says, well, I, I want to see. And immediately he receives his sight. I also just love the fact that you know, it seems obvious that Jesus... It's obvious that Bartimaeus needed to be healed from blindness, you know. But, but yeah, Jesus is he's calling that out of him. And, and Bartimaeus isn't just saying, oh, well, what I'd like is a bit of money. Like, he's really going the bold. Oh, I, I hear you do magic with uh, bread and fish. You know, that sourdough left over because I hear a story, you know, you, you did a good... Like, that's, that's what he would normally be aiming for, just begging for food or money. But he's really going for a miracle. And, uh, and on that basis, he gets it because it says he immediately or instantly received his sight because the power of God responds instantly to the power of faith. And, uh, and that's why Jesus said, your faith has made you well. Of course, it's the power of God. It's the presence of Jesus. It's the person of Jesus uh, that changes his life, brings about a miracle. But the power of God is untapped without faith. You know, Jesus walked past plenty of people then who got nothing out of him because they were in unbelief and doubt and didn't have faith. And even today, you can be near someone receiving from God and get nothing yourself because of the lack of faith. And so it's our faith that connects with God, isn't it? And engages with God, receives from God. And, uh, you know, um, the great preacher F.B. Meyer once uh, said this, unbelief puts circumstances between us and God, but faith places God and his power between us and our circumstances. And so this is what's happening in Bartimaeus' situation. His blindness is all he's known. It's his whole world. But now he's bringing Jesus by the power of faith between him and that situation. Mm -hmm. And things are going to change. 
And so then, you know, uh, Jesus says, your faith's made you well. So he's pointing out the importance and the power of faith to Bartimaeus, to the people that are hearing and to us today. Your faith's made you well. It's cool. Um, and then, of course, what does he do? He says, it, it, it said he threw aside his coat when he came to Jesus. And Mark you know, the writer of this gospel, he includes that seemingly small, insignificant detail because it was really a big deal. Because, you know, at that time, beggars had coats and some historians say that the government actually issued them the coats to help them because it was an identifying sign of their world, their position in life. They would use it, obviously, to protect from the elements sitting down there if the rain came or a dusty chariot or whatever went past and then they'd also put them out on the ground in front of them. People could see, oh, there's a beggar because I can see the coat. You know. And in throwing it aside, Bartimaeus is making a massive statement. He is saying, my identity is changing today. I am leaving the past behind. I am stepping in to a new future by faith. And that's radical. He didn't sort of hold on and say, well, I'll see how this healing thing goes with this, you know, healing guy, but I'll just keep my coat in case I need to go back to that. No, he's like, no, no, there's no going back. I'm only going forward and Jesus is right here and he's going to give me my miracle. That's very cool, isn't it? And, uh, you know, I think it's sad because we, you know, if you've been around, you've probably heard this story before and we all talk about Blind Bartimaeus. No doubt there's kids. Are there kids' songs probably, you know, about kids? Blind Bartimaeus? I don't know. But, uh, you know, it's, he's a well-known Bible character known as Blind Bartimaeus. But it's a shame because he's not blind. He was, but he's not. And his faith has made him see. And uh, if you meet him in heaven, don't say, oh, you must be Blind Bartimaeus. You know? He'll say, excuse me. That's previously visually impaired but now seeing very well thanks very much Bartimaeus you know that's my name and so uh all right look let me just finish what does this all mean to us a few things the issue of blindness well we might think well good for him but my eyesight's fine but of course there's two kinds of blindness he may have been physically blind but his spiritual eyes have been opened to this wonderful truth that Jesus was who he needed that Jesus was the son of God and the source of life and forgiveness and healing because we've all got two sets of eyes physical and spiritual and some people can see physically just fine but they're blinded to spiritual realities and the Bible tells us that that the devil has blinded some people and it's not just outside the church because you know Jesus um, spoke strongly in the book of Revelation to the churches and to one of them, to the church of Laodicea, he says this in chapter 3, verse 17. You say, I'm rich, I've prospered, I need nothing, not realising that in fact you are wretched, pitiable, poor, naked and blind. And that's to the church. That's to people who are, you know, believers. But how blind they are to all the spiritual truth and reality and promises and growth and stuff that God's calling them to by faith. And so I find that challenging. Um, there's, of course, the issue of faith, because we've all got a code of some kind that, uh, you know, some sin that has formed our identity. And in trusting in Jesus, we get to throw that code off and leave that identity behind. And, you know, some of us, 
might struggle with sin or with the guilt of sin. Maybe sin that you've actually dealt with, but just the devil reminds you all the time of the guilt and the shame and you feel like, well, I'm reaping what I sowed and that's terrible and that's the way that Jesus is saying, get the coat off. Let me just take it off you. Just just throw it off. Leave it behind because he gives us an opportunity to be completely forgiven and, um, and, and to be able to switch from just hoping about something like Bartimaeus may have to that faith position that says, no, no, this is God's promise and maybe I've neglected it, but now I'm going to take a hold of it and faith is going to rise up and grab a hold of it. And so there's a question for us perhaps of, you know, what circumstances have dictated to me and, and told me that's my identity in life and I've just put up with it, but maybe now faith is activating and shifting and changing things by getting a hold of God and his promises and shifting from just hoping about something to really believing for something to change. And that could be in all kind of areas of our life. Like I said, just a sin and a guilt thing could be sickness and fighting and standing for healing according to God's promises. Some people got financial stuff that you do everything in the natural, but in God through prayer and honoring him, uh, you know, the power of God can come and, and, and shift things and then I love also just this thing about how he spoke because uh, uh, you know Jesus said to Bartimaeus well how you know what do you want me to do and I think he's always asking us too what do you want me to do for you and how do we speak do we speak in faith you know or do we just complain to God do we just pray prayers of whinging or do we pray prayers of faith according to his promises and, uh, and finally, I think the best part of this story is right at the end because it says, Jesus says, go. Jesus lets him go. Notice that? He says, go. Your faith's made you well. i got no- nothing on you. It's like, I- 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 you're a free agent. I'm just blessing you. I'm healing you. It's all up to you. You do what you like now. And he's so good like that. Jesus doesn't make us do anything. He doesn't, you know, demand that we behave in a certain way. He's so loving and gracious but what does Bartimaeus do? That last little bit, it says, and he followed him. And I think, oh, come on, that's the right kind of faith. It's not just, yeah, I'll have that and see you later, Jesus. I mean, we've had people, we prayed for a woman once. She was going to die of cancer. She got miraculously healed and never came back to church again. <laughs> I just thought, really? <laughs> I just, yeah, maybe just, you know, at least a visit or a thank you or a, you know, just... Okay, thanks, God, I'll take that. Okay, well, God's gracious, and I hope she's still alive, you know? And he's not going to go, oh, you didn't come to church? And he's like, well, you can have that cancer back, you know? God says, like, no, 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 you're healed. That's great. But I love the fact that, that he just went, oh, Jesus, where, where, where would I go? Like Peter prayed, you know? Remember that passage where Peter says, Lord, Peter says, you can go. You want to go? People are leaving him. Jesus said, you want to go too? Peter says, Lord, you hold the words of eternal life. I'd be an idiot to go anywhere else. What do you mean? Where am I going to go? And so this is faith that says, I'm going to follow you, Jesus, all the days of my life. Not just just because I feel good or just when you help me out or answer. I'm just going to follow you. And not just so I can get something, you know, from you. Like, oh, there's a promise and I want it. And like a Santa Claus kind of prayer. And God, No, I'm following you through thick and thin seasons of all kinds, winter and summer, spring, you know, autumn, whatever, whatever comes. Um, and, uh, and that's the faith that, of course, God wants us to grow in.
and uh, and we can. Amen? Amen. And so, come on, let's be people of faith for the long haul, the long term, like Bartimaeus, for the whole journey of life. Praise the Lord. Come on, let's pray. We hope you've enjoyed this week's sermon. For more information or to contact us, visit c3church.narara.net.